Welcome back to the program. It is Brewers On Deck Live, sponsored by Century Foods. I'm Greg Matzik, along with Matt Pauley. Great crowd here down at the Wisconsin Center. We are joined on stage by the man with Carpal Tunnel. After signing so many autographs, <laughs> Brewers manager Craig Council. you got a great signature, by the way. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's, you know, if you... I always, if you look at the, the brewers of, uh, you know, the, that I grew up with, with Jim Gantner and Jerry Augustine and Robin Young and uh, Paul Mahler, I, I always thought they had these beautiful signatures. You know, they were like art, works of art. So um, I think the signature has, you know, devolved a little bit into something pretty messy from some guys. So you try to make it, uh, I think, somewhat legible is important. You know, no, when people hand you a card, are there ever cards you don't recognize? They were all you, but that was a lot of different cards you signed. Yeah, no, I, I've, you've signed them enough where you, you recognize them. Um, but there's ones that, that you like, you know, the ones that your favorites or mistakes or something <laughs> like that that are, uh, that are always fun. It's kind of turned into a weird industry where sometimes guys sign differently for fans as opposed to when they're being yeah. sold and everything. Unfortunately, sometimes these signatures don't go to kids or something. They end up on eBay or whatever. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I guess my perspective, and I was – probably never to, the, to the, quite the stature that it mattered where mine ended up <laughs> but um you know it's as while people are asking for your autographs it's a pretty good feeling really so it's, it means you're doing something right and um it means that uh people like how you do your work and things like that so i always take it as a sign of respect so we talked on uh, my night radio show during the week and at that point did, did you have a fair idea that Kristen yelich and lorenzo kane would be your uh, on your team at the end of the week what, what, that, what was that monday night or tuesday uh, night? monday or tuesday night yeah, yeah so um there was you know certainly things moving at that point yeah i think um you know obviously this thing stuff doesn't come together that quickly like like david will always tell you they've put in a lot of work for this but um yeah i mean stuff is moving at all times and then you know i think as any you know in big deals when they when they come together they they're not done until they're done. You know, I think some deals get to the 10-yard line and they kind of fall apart, and then these two happen to, uh, you know, get through, you know, fortunately. How much time are you spending right now thinking through what the lineup could look like, what late-inning situations are going to look like now that you've got these guys in the fold? Yeah, I haven't. Honestly, I haven't spent that much time doing that yet. I think um, spring training is still a, a big piece of our season for me. And how it looks, how it feels, how it goes, what happens during it, how the players improve during it. it, it right now, that's my main focus. Um, and then as we get to the kind of middle of spring training and, and things, um, we have a better idea of what the roster is going to look like. Then I think we start having those um, thoughts, r really. I mean, but I'm not saying it's not fun to do because I understand why everybody does it. And it's fun to do. It's fun to make out lineups and... And, and think about what the possibilities are. I think you have a lot of people out here who would love to make out one for you, just to <laughs> throw it on the wall and see how it looks. But, but that's got to be the fun, right? And we were talking about, you know, you have six major league-ready outfielders at your disposal today. That could change. Who knows? And uh, we'll see what happens here in the next couple of months. But I, these are good problems to have, right? I mean, you know, a couple of years ago, it was, you know, trying to piece things together, and, and we'll see how this rebuild gets off and, and running. But certainly, it, it, where things are today, it's 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 just another level of excitement. Yeah, I mean, this is this is part of the process. I think as as you as you kind of hopefully move to kind of some stages of, of as a team, you know, um, you know, there there was a stage where we were looking for major league caliber outfielders, and and I think now you're looking, we're looking, it's you want to make it tough to get into that lineup. Like you you have to produce to a certain level to be in the lineup, and I think that's 
what you have to expect if you want to put together a playoff and a World Series caliber team. Um, and obviously, we've created we've created great strength in the outfield, and and uh, how that all works out, you know, I think is still a little bit of a question. Um, you know, I think there's paths to at bats for for all these guys, and uh, you know, especially a guy like Domingo Santana. I, I'm not worried about getting Domingo Santana at bats. He's going to get at bats, um, but. Um, you know, we, we certainly have some excess there, and we'll, as spring training goes, we'll figure that out. Craig, there's so much talk about what these new guys can bring to the lineup, but you got a bunch of guys, whether it's Shaw, Thames, Arcia, guys who are just coming off their first real full season as everyday kind of guys. In your experience, what kind of step forward do guys make from that first year to the second year of being really full-time guys? Well, I think it's important. I think it's important to remember that we, we want everything and we want life to go in a straight line up. You know, in in, in, our, in a nice curve up. We want our uh, everything. It's not always going to happen that way. Our, our job really is to to put a lot of good players together, um, and, and so that we're we're kind of covered for guys. Somebody's going to have a bad year, and I promise you, somebody will, and somebody will have a year that we're not talking about. That's that's really incredible. Uh, we think we've got enough good players that that we're, we're covered in all scenarios. Guys like Travis and Domingo, who had, you know, kind of, you know, I guess you could call them kind of breakout years and exceptional years. Um, you know, I think for them, there's the confidence knowing that they've done this in the league. Um, but the, 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 from the same token, the league will make an adjustment to you. The league always adjusts to you. And part of the challenge for them this, this coming season is going to be, you know, how do they adjust back to what the league's kind of doing to them. And that's the next step for guys like that to me that have had, you know, a really high level of success. And now the league's kind of trying to figure it out. For Eric Thames, it happened really fast during the season. It's like he had this great success. The league made a great adjustment to him. Um... He struggled with it for a while. I think by the end of the season, he kind of got back on the right right page. Brewers manager Craig Council joining us on Brewers on Deck Live. Uh, balls are leaving the park at a rapid rate, right? And there's always talk about launch angle and things like that. And, and really, you put any lineup on paper, and, and anybody can go deep. You had that last year. Is is small ball kind of the way of the dinosaur here, right? The sack bump, to move the guy over, to scratch and claw your way for a, a run when you know a guy at the plate could go deep and, and turn a game around? Yeah, in, in in some ways it is. Some things are. Um, I, I think the sacrifice bunt from a position player in the, in the first inning of a game is is something that's um, you know probably the way probably the way not going to happen that much anymore. Um, but but what con- contact is still a good thing. And and so I think one of the things we've improved on our offense is our ability to make contact um, with with Kane and Yelich, who are, are guys that I think uh, will make contact. And I think hopefully that will help us score runs. We're looking to score runs. We're looking to score the most possible runs we can score. Um, and we're looking to give up the least possible runs. And and so I think the addition of those two guys helps us do that on both sides of the ball. Season hasn't even started. Greg's already given you a question about Bunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm just foreshadowing what the first question is going to be coming out on Brewers' extra innings following a game. <laughs> Why don't he butt the eighth innings? <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, having that skill is, is always is helpful. Um, you know, I think when, when I go through everything that happened, that the odds, I think the one thing I think that we always forget is that people can consider a sacrifice bunt a 100% success. They think it'll be, if I put a sacrifice bunt on it, it'll be success. And they, they think that a player is like should be able to execute a sacrifice bunt 100% of the time. 
It's not that it's not a guaranteed successful play. If it was a guaranteed successful play, I think you'd see a sacrifice bunts quite a bit more. It's not a guaranteed successful play. That and that's not a fault of coaching. That's not a fault of players. It's it's just not that easy to do. Uh, it's not a, an easy thing to do. So it, there's going to be some failure in that too. Brewers manager Craig Council joining us on stage. You'll be headed down to Arizona. We talked the other night. Your winter does have an end date. Yeah. No more shoveling for Craig here February in a couple of 11th. weeks. Uh, it's over. Which is exciting. And I think, you know, fans are also wondering, you know, what's next? I mean, Mark Atanasio was on stage, and, and he left stage after we took our headsets off and said, David's got more up his sleeves, right? There, there's more happening. I know you're just going to work with what you have here, but is that invigorating to you as a manager? I mean, the, the chips are being moved to the middle of the table here, Craig, and it wasn't really the case a couple of years ago, and it's it's all turned around so rapidly here. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think there'll be more roster moves I th- because I think if you look, the whole industry is there, there's a hundred free agent Major League Baseball players that haven't signed yet. So there's so many players that haven't signed. We're really for, for for baseball, the players were really in December of the off season because there's so many guys without jobs. So um, you know, a hundred players is you know, two to three to four players a team is going to be added at the, uh, until we start uh, the season. So there's quite a lot of movement left, and I think uh, there, you'll see quite a lot of movement around baseball still. Well, Travis Shaw still has his number 21. Christian Yellis did not take it from him. I think a lot of Brewers fans would be happy if you Darvish took that from him. This humble broadcaster wouldn't mind that, but, hey, it's going to be an exciting spring training. There's no doubt about that. Brewers manager Craig Council joining us on stage. Appreciate your time, Craig. All right. Thanks, Thanks for hanging guys. out. Thanks yeah, for coming, everybody. It. Absolutely. Chase Anderson scheduled to join us here before 2 o'clock. We'll have more Brewers on deck live after this on WTMJ.